everybody, and welcome back to the Side Quest Podcast. My name is BJ. And I'm Matt. Oh, Luke's not here. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, Luke's out of town for the week, I guess, and uh, he's been texting us nonstop. How's the podcast going? What are you guys going to talk about? Uh, so today I thought that I would imitate Luke um, and talk about all the things that Luke likes in a very sarcastic way. Uh-huh. Uh, so first of all, how do you feel about Assassin's Creed, oh man? I love Assassin's Creed. I love it so Me much. Me too. I, just... I love paying eighty dollars for a game that doesn't fucking work, and then paying thirty more dollars every two hours to buy EXP boosters to make it work. Such a good series. Um, I just played it for the fifth time this week. Nice. I wrote. I wrote all my notes here in this book. Yeah, you gonna do anything with those? Because <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what I expected. Um, another thing that I really love is talking to people for the first time at parties and recommending super niche interests to them and completely disconnecting them from the conversation immediately. You've never seen anime? Watch this super niche one that no one understands unless they've been super heavily indulged in the culture for a long time. I also love Panda Express. I fucking love Panda Express. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than eating a pound of chicken and suppressing my gay thoughts at the same time. I'm so sorry, Luke. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's just the I lovers really this like week. I also really like Bleach, too. I also really like Bleach. You guys should watch Bleach <laughs> and play Devil May Cry <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> but oh, well. uh, yeah, it's just the lover boys today. That's right. Alone at last. So, uh... There might be some lewd noises on the the non-existent Patreon podcast. That's right. But um, what have you been up to, man? I know you've been playing a lot of Yakuza. Playing a lot of Yakuza, and with Carmen, she's hooked now. She. Uh, I didn't expect that. Yeah, we uh, we pretty much finished. Well, we're at a really good stopping point for. Um, we're in chapter seven now, so we had a really good stopping point for retail or uh, sorry real estate royale mm-hmm. um we got a hundred percent in the first four hell um, yeah so we haven't done media king um and we also uh yeah we haven't done that we uh are now in majima chapter of, of seven so i remember you guys talking about nishiki and i was like nishiki's the boy he's the home dog he's like always standing up for kiryu and then he like drives him out pulls a gun on him and then okay here's the thing i sent them a text and i was like oh my gosh he's turned on him so because my first thought is that he was gonna go kill him and then like turn him in and he was like that was that was my initial thought because wano when he's in the club he's like i've got somebody waiting outside with a gun if you walk out those doors you're gonna get shot Uh and then he was like i'd rather i'd rather be killed and they kicked open the doors and he was like "Uh, uh, oh there's just normal people out there um, so then when Nishiki, I, I kind of had a roller coaster of emotions during that, that whole scene because he like, he, Nishiki's like, I don't want you to be tortured. I don't want you to be in pain. I just, I, and, and it's going to happen no matter what you say, you're going to lose. Uh, and I'm just want, I just want you to die peacefully and fast. And, and so, and then Q was like, yeah, man, that makes a lot of sense. Kill me now. Also, you should cut my head off and take it to the boss 
so you can climb up your way, uh, climb up the ladder and be like a top dog in the Yakuza. And then he's like, then she was like, and shoots. And, and they, for a second, they kind of make you think that they shoot, he shoots Kiryu, but he misses. And then Kiryu's like, don't close your eyes, aim carefully. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then that whole scene basically ends with Kiryu just calling him a pussy and then stealing his car. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude. But so Carmen was like, I, I don't understand. And I was like, cause we were, Kevin was watching that whole cutscene with us. And I was thinking, like it, part of it makes sense. Like I understand what Nishiki's doing. Like if and and Carmen was like, I don't understand. Well, you would kill your best friend. And I was like, hold on a second. It's not about that. I was like, if if Kevin got like caught up in like in like you know like in some mob thing or in a let's say he's in the dungeons of of something, mm-hmm. and and he, I'm not gonna be able to get him out of this dungeon. If Kevin's in a Griffith situation, yes. But I couldn't get him out. I couldn't save him. I just could be there. I would be like, "Hey, they're gonna torture you. They're gonna they're gonna do terrible things to you." And I do not want you to do that. Like your ultimate, they're not gonna torture you and then be like, "You're free to go." They're gonna torture you and and then that's enough die. torture for today. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna torture you and you're gonna die. If death is like the ultimate thing, I, it makes sense to be like, I, "I I love you. I don't want you to feel pain. I'm gonna kill you." But yeah. Kevin would also be in that scenario. Like that makes a lot of sense. You should kill me. I want to die. Yeah, that that's a very Kevin thing to say. Well, yeah, I mean, I would be in the same place if like there was no possibility of getting out and be like, yeah, I don't want to get tortured, and I'm just going to end up dead. Kill me. Definitely. Now. But that's not the scenario that Nishki's dealing with. He is being a little bit of a pussy, being like, I don't see any route, like any way out of this. Like, I don't know. You could literally just get on a plane ticket and go to America. Like, there's so many options. Yeah. That are, like easier. He could go to two towns over and probably be fine. Yeah, exactly. And Nishiki's like, there's no way you're getting out of it. And uh, yeah, so we ended right after that where we get back with Majima and he's protecting, what's her name, Mokomo? Makoto Makimura. Yeah, Makoto. So that's where we're at. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, we played that. I've read through the Conviction arc or just about 90%. I've definitely passed Misty Valley in Berserk. Um, so you've seen the tower. Yes. So I'm starting to like understand. Well, it's also when I was like, BG was like, man, conviction arc, like guts changed. And I was like, okay, I don't see how, but then I realized it's called conviction arc. Yep. He's going to feel a lot of conviction. This so. is uh, conviction is really where it starts to change. Um, Cause you're being introduced to a lot of characters right now where it's like, Okay, they're going to be mainstay characters, and having them in his life changes Guts' Dude, perception. I, like, I called it before. I was like, Puck is just always going to be a good guy. Like, literally at the end of Misty Valley, he's like, all right, like, I'm, uh, see, what's the girl's name? Uh, I can't remember that girl's is name to save my life. Yeah, she was like, all right, like, I, I have to go. I can't stay around. I'm going to go with the big guy. And she's like, why? And she's like, because no one else is going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to do that. And he's he's okay. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, Puck is so good to, to Guts. Did but, you, uh, he's been captured by Farnes at this point where you're at, right? No, I think it's just about to happen. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll yeah, refrain yeah. from saying what yeah, I was going to Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assumed that was what was going to happen. I'm not like, that's not going to because Farnes is literally on his tail. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, because in Mystery Valley, he comes out, then they're chasing after him. Yes, yeah, okay, then, so uh, yeah. And it's Puck a- is like, see ya, I gotta go help him out, and uh, 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're about to see it happen, but Puck, within that little, like, couple of chapters, is the fucking goat. That's awesome. And it's, it's really nice. Um, but yeah, once you, uh, once you get to the end of the tower, that's when shit really pops off. I mean, it's, it's like, constantly popping off. It's, it's, so it's constantly popping off, but it pops off even harder. Yeah. <laughs> Which I say every week. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's, I believe it. I, I've, I'm witnessing it. It's been, it's been so good. Um, the other thing I've been doing is, which you have played a little bit of is uh Gundam Evolution. Yeah. Um so if anyone from Bandai Namco is listening to this <laughs> Which would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh I've sent you emails, I've sent you customer support, and you have refused to listen to me, so now I'll have to do something drastic Dra- that I have not fully planned out yet. <laughs> this is not a threat, but it's definitely gonna be annoying. Um <laughs> I, j- I just want to be able to play this fucking game on my Steam Deck. And they won't let me. There are files in the game that shows that they were trying to set it up for Proton and just didn't continue to the end of that process. So, like, I I have the game on my Steam Deck hoping that someday it'll update and just have Proton compatibility. Because the only issue is the anti-cheat system, right? Yes. And even then, you can start the game and play, like, tutorials and stuff, and it's fine. (sighs) Dang. But as soon as you try to play a match, they'll ban you for five minutes. Because it's like, oh, you're not playing legitimately. So, um, fix that shit. Otherwise, I played a little bit of it with Matt on his old PC since he got the new one the other day, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I mean, we got our, our butts handed to us, but it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, playing those couple of rounds, I started to get a feel for more of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that one support guy that's, like, half Tracer? Oh, um... The airplane one. Yeah, yeah, it's yellow, he's got the pistols. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to like him a lot more. Gun Tank is obviously still the goat. Yes. Um, and then turn A, I got some really satisfying headshots with him. Yeah. But uh, we almost won one round, and then it went into overtime twice, and we lost. Yeah. But we, uh, we, By the end of that, I think I had like, yeah, 46 kills. BJ had like 30-something. Yeah, but it was, it was a lot of fun, and I wish I could play it more often, but they won't goddamn let me. Well, maybe we'll play a little bit tonight. I still got the PC hooked up to the TV. Hell yeah. So, um, Besides that, I've been playing a lot of weird shit. I played Brutal Legend, uh, which is a game from my childhood that shaped the trajectory of my life. Um, it's basically like a Jack Black, Tenacious D game. Um, yeah, come sit, Kevin. Okay. Don't stand in the corner when you're Superman costume. Is it really good? Give me a sip. that good it tastes like a it tastes like a Miller High Life but just like put it in IPA quite a bit better it's not IPA oh, it's just a regular it's just beer. called gratis it's just a regular beer but it tastes so smooth and delicious that is amazing yeah right the heck the, the only downside to Miller High Life is it's it's the it's the most carbonated beverage of all time really oh High Life because it's a champagne of beer they're like you take one sip and then you have like the biggest burp of your life. You're like, wow, yeah, it's crazy. Wow, yeah, I, I I get pretty big burps, but just I get bigger bigger burps than you. I just get big burps. Yeah. What have you been playing? You said oh, uh, brutal legend. 
I played Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, and then Sonic Generations because... And last night you are playing... Yes, because Sonic Frontiers came out last night, and I started playing that. And um, it's it's a really weird amalgamation of things, but it really strangely works and is really fun. Because it's open world, right? Yeah. Do you have your Steam Deck with you? Yeah, it's okay. in my backpack well, over there. You, you can play Gundam Evolution. I'll play a little bit of Frontiers. All right. But, uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. Like, the uh, the closest thing that I can compare it to, weirdly, is Shadow of the Colossus. That is weird. Yeah, like, the landscapes are very Shadow of the Colossus. You fight actual Colossi. Um, Colossi? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, there's this thing in Shadow of the Colossus where if you're riding the horse for a long time, a little hawk will come down and, like, fly next to the horse. That same thing happens in this game. Uh, the overworld music is very similar to Shadow of the Colossus, and a lot of the themes are pretty similar too, really? like the restoring your friends by like sacrificing yourself kind of thing. That's in there. It's it's super strange, but it works. Um, the actual stage music is like this like echoey EDM, and it fucking goes hard. Really? Yeah, it's it's amazing. I um, check all this out. I did last night. I played seven hours of it. And uh, I finished the first island and did all of the um, the side stories that you can do on it, uh-huh. which is basically, like, all the little character moments. Like, uh, there's, like, one character per island from what I've seen, and the first island is Amy. So you, uh, you go through and you do all this stuff with Amy. And um, the writing is fucking spectacular. It's not, like... I mean, a kid could understand it, but it's it's not like chili dog jokes every five seconds and shit. <laughs> um, so it's it's actually been a really pleasant experience, and I hope that they uh, keep the trend up because this is a really good direction for them to go in. That's, but, uh, that's interesting. How do you uh, do? You know how long the game is gonna like be? Do you have a feel for like? Uh, I mean, right now, if it if I keep trending the way that I'm trending. Um, then each island will take me seven hours because okay, and there's of everything how many five. I, yes, from what I've seen, um, there's one thing that I wasn't expecting. You start off the game and then you beat the first level, and then they just give you a chaos emerald off rip, and then you collect all seven of the emeralds on the first island. And um, I was like, well, surely there has to be some kind of contrivance that someone takes the emeralds and he can't go supersonic for the rest of the game. Yeah. No, you get to the first boss, and it's like, all right, Supersonic, go do some fucking Dragon Ball shit to his ass. Really? So, Sonic. yeah, it was it was really dope. They do this dynamic camera angle. You're flying around and doing your punching and kicking combos and stuff. Um, it was really fun. Is and then Sonic? Uh, is it a Sonic game? It is. The, the newest one. Supersonic. Recently, I bought uh, the... Uh, the, like online N64, like the old on Switch, the old N64 games so that Carmen and Kevin could play Mario Party. They, that lasted only like 10 minutes. Yeah. And uh, what are you playing right now, Kevin? Yeah, well, the, yeah, the Mario Party original, I mean, and, and not even the original. They didn't even have the original Mario Party, but they had two and three. Mm-hmm. And they are, I mean... You the other day said you didn't want to play Mario Party like the new one because it's just a board game. The old one is like is actually a board game. It's like not there's nothing 
very fun about it. Like it's, it literally is just a board game on the TV screen, but it, there's not a lot of like. There's not as many mini games and things like that in the old ones. Yeah, it's like it's really, really. Also, the board was massive. The board was huge and and uh, kind of a little bit confusing, and I don't know. It just it was like it was very dull, and and you got, and you, we were like gonna do thirty five turns, <laughs> and we got like four turns, and we're like, um, okay, yeah, we're done. Damn, <laughs> this is it. But yeah, I uh, I really like that pack of old games. Which one have you been playing? What have I've been uh, I've been playing Yoshi's Story because it's a great game. Does was, that one? Does Yoshi's Island come after that? Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's before. Island was before. Really? That's why I was. I kinda, played Yoshi's Island. I was kind of stoked on that there was Yoshi's Story because when I was like a little kid, like yeah. for real, like I don't even know how little. My neighbors had a Super Nintendo. And they had Yoshi's Island. And that was like the first video game I ever played. And we had so much fun playing that game. I, I mean, man, such a throwback. So Yoshi's yeah. Story is a cool thing to play, but it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. I can't. Because didn't you also try uh, Majora's Mask? Yeah. I yeah. fucking hate Majora's Mask with the time system and everything. It's the hardest know. Zelda it's, to play. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, Ocarina Time, for some reason, like feels a little bit harder to play sometimes. I mean, yeah, with the the Water Temple shit, and a lot of it doesn't tell you what to do. But no. oh yeah, yeah, it's too much. I I tried to play that game and I didn't finish it. It was too confusing for me. Did you ever play Wind Waker, Kevin? Uh-uh. Uh, Wind Ocarina Waker. of Time was the only one I ever tried, and it Wind Waker is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think you'd have a better time with Wind Waker. Yeah. It's like middle ground. It's still it's Legend of Zelda. It's this fun art style. It's, it's like an open world. Also, like you can go to all these different islands. And I don't know. I, yeah. I, Wind Waker is, is actually I think my favorite Legend of Zelda game. A lot of it has to do with being like on my first game system, the yeah. GameCube, and it has a lot oh, of. It's a GameCube game. Then I'm intrigued because GameCube. That was probably my favorite game system that I ever. Yeah, I mean, I, had I grew up on GameCube. Yeah, yeah, I loved GameCube. There's so many games that I consider like in my top ten that are just there because of nostalgia. Yep. It just it formed me, <laughs> and and all of the hours I would put in as a kid. It just you know so many weekends, so many late nights of mom, please let me stay up, please. Yeah. Yeah, GameCube was the goat. Like when I was growing up, Sonic Adventure Two, I had that on there. And I had to buy it three times because I played it so often that the discs just destroyed themselves. Really? Yeah. So I, I still have my whole GameCube collection, including three Sonic Adventure 2s that don't work. But I liked that the GameCube games, the discs were just mini. mini. Just tiny yeah. discs. They came in the same, like, the same thing the same little case that like a playstation game came in but then you open it and then they had the little they had what was so great about those is is it they knew because of like how it worked you you know your friend would be like i got this new game let me bring it over but then they left the little part in the top right above the cd for for your memory card so you could put the memory card and you bring that over your friends so you could plug your memory (laughs) card in to be like, I'll just, I'll just, we'll just play from where I was, le- I left off. And I was like, that's so genius. I didn't have friends, but I did, <laughs> I did use that slot because I bought an extra memory card just for Animal Crossing because it took up so much space. So I would hot swap them and keep them in that little case. So hot that swap. was, yeah. Hot swap. Hot swap. Turning your, your, your volume up a little bit. Very cool. Very cool. 
My favorite game on GameCube was NHL Hits 2000. It was just like the most absurd game ever. You just it was three on three hockey. I don't know, but it just NBA was... Streets with the Mario, Luigi, and Peach uh, DLC was pretty awesome too. I never played. Oh, that was a great I game. Played. I didn't have that many games on the GameCube, but I just the ones I had, I really, I like, really enjoyed them. Uh, SSX Tricky, come on. Yeah, that was cool. Cool. It's tricky to walk around. The intro song to that, that was the uh, It's Tricky by um, that old 90s hip-hop band. And I think that Super Smash Bros. on uh, GameCube, I think that was It's definitely best. like the title track for GameCube. Yeah, yeah they. Uh, that's the one that people play even competitively to this day. Wow. Is the, the GameCube one, because it's so popular. It's amazing. It is. They, um... I found out recently about this thing that uh, is basically a mod for the Wii one where people have been working on it and adding to it for basically since the Wii was popping. And uh, I really want to get that and try with you guys because apparently they've added like tons of characters. Like the, the character select screen is very hard to see because you can't. There's so many characters added, so many stages. That's awesome. And then they've done... Uh, things with the mechanics to make it run better and be a little more melee-esque hmm. so on the Wii do you have to use the like the wand for that game because I never even played Wii except for like every once in a while oh. I'd go to a friend's house and there'd be a Wii when the Wii, we were a Wii household when it first came out I mean we got the Wii Fit we got oh, we got all like I mean, like, we'd go to Big Lots. Do you remember Big Lots? Mm-hmm. They'd have the 15-pack of golf clubs. Yes! Bats. Oh, they'd have, they have all the little things that you put the controller in for all Wii Sports, so you could put the controller into a golf club, you could put it into a bat, you could put it into a steering wheel. Put it into a gun. <laughs> it was great. Man. Yeah, I we were a Wii... Ha- I mean, the Wii was revolutionary. It was cool, but... Yeah. I remember being excited about it when I first like learned about it, but I never played a lot. I mean, of there's. Games. I think there. No, we still have a bunch of Wii stuff at our house because my sister really liked all those, like Just Dance. I mean, I played a lot of Just Dance. I did too. That's. I haven't I done any of the Switch ones. They're uh, they're kind of hit or miss. I like, mean, they probably have all like newer songs, but yeah, they also on the Wii Just Dance they had uh, the Star Wars one. Yeah, that's uh-huh. true. Was Star Wars Just Dance? Yes, where they changed. It was like a. They he changed, danced to Jizz Jazz? <laughs> essentially, but they changed all of the like, pop songs to lyrics that had to do with Star Wars. So there's a uh, song by just uh, Jason Derulo called Riding Solo, but it's called I'm Han Solo. Yeah, right. right. And, and it's uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I'm like in Cloud City, can't touch the sky. I'm Han Solo. It's so bad. It's so bad. I'll show you. It's so cringy. You got to show them the video from the Xbox one where they animate the characters dancing. Oh, yeah. Very Well, that, that was, was that the same age that the Kinect was in? Yeah. Do you remember the Kinect, Kevin? It was that camera mm. that like on the Xbox 360 that there was oh, a little camera yeah. that you could do and you would track your hands. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I had a friend of mine who had that. Yeah, you all yeah, had you know, there's always one friend that, that had mm-hmm. something. That's how I experienced most Video nice games. things growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> like trampolines and and food. <laughs> food. <laughs> Water. <laughs> A warm home. A loving family. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> I 
But yeah, GameCube was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I I didn't get much into the portables, like like I didn't have a GBA, a Game Boy, or well, I had a DS, a DSi, which actually now thinking about it, DSi was the best because yeah, it, it was has, super revolutionary because it has both the GameCube, the the GBA port, and the oh, D- you had the DS Lite, the DS Lite, not the DSi. Yeah, the DSi was the same thing as a DS Lite, but with a better UI, and they were like, let's take away the Game Boy slot. No, D- I had the DS Lite, which was, which, that looking back a- on it, is awesome, because you get the bright screen and all of that stuff, and you could play all your uh, GBA games. And it was so much thinner than the original. Like, uh-huh. you could actually put it in I your mean, pocket. I still, I still have it, and the charger. I I, uh, I was working at GameStop a couple years ago, and a guy came in to trade one in, but he didn't have a charger. And at that point, it was like, well... To buy the charger, you're actually going to end up owing me money. <laughs> so, so he was like, just take the fucking DS. I don't want it. And then he walked out. So I have this brand new DS Lite. Do you think... So you have this brand new DS Lite. Yeah, it's yeah. got the original stylus, which you never see. Yeah. And then I just bought the charger myself. because I wouldn't. Boy? A DS? It's, Lite? A, it, I don't know. It can play Game Boy games, but it's like a... Which was like really... think Now, looking back on it, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, because you could play, like, everything handheld that they'd ever released up to that point on it. Whoa. Yeah. But um, it's it's kind of like that, but it's got a top screen and a bottom screen, and the bottom screen is a touch screen. Oh, wow. So it's... Wow. Dude, remember when the first DS came out and and when you could do, like, the wireless group play for, like, Mario Kart? Dude, I... Uh, and it, on those silver... Oh, bro, I was those in... Those the days. I was in middle school when uh, the DS Lite came out, and that was when everybody got them. So everybody in my class had a DS Lite. So every morning, the kids that you know rode the car to school, um, we would sit in the cafeteria and we would just play Mario Kart, and we would have like three full lobbies of Mario Kart on the DS, and That's it was crazy. it was awesome. So- Kind of like the only way I was able to get like nice new innovative like technology in our house was because my dad he worked for Warner Brothers um, for the TV show ER. For those that you don't know, it was a huge. I mean, it was before you know it was like Grey's Anatomy before Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, it was, for, it was the front but it runner. It was like serious. It was super serious, but Not it was the like, forerunner of it wasn't like, like a romance uh, show. It was like all these people need to be saved. Yeah, yeah, it, and, it and, and it was John Stamos. It was his yeah. like first serious. What, I mean, there's, a, what a hunk. Yeah, you know? for real. And so, but it was like a big. I mean, like if you think about, it, it was actually a big deal. I mean, it was like kind of one of the biggest. Four Grey's Anatomy kind of set the tone of like yeah, it's a that medical drama, medical drama yeah, TV show, yeah. and it was crazy. So he did fourteen out of the fifteen seasons. Wow! That he I didn't on. know any of this before this podcast. Yeah, and so, but he he wasn't just like he didn't build for a while. He built the sets. He was just like a laborer. But then um, it was, it's a total. It's a really awesome story that I could tell you guys for another time. But a, like a position opened up that was the person called a construction coordinator, and what he does is he says this is what needs to get built. And this is how much it's going to cost. And he studied for this test, and he was like, he 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 did all these things. And so then, pretty much the test was is like, all right, this is they're going to give you a mock set that needs to get built. You have to estimate how much it's going to cost, including labor, time, lumber, all of these things. And whoever is most accurate gets the job. Whoa! And my dad, the day of, forgets his calculator, 
and does all the math by hand. Dang. Wow. And Gosh. got the job. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. And But it, this is all coming to the, his boss previous was this alcoholic asshole that was like super, super emotionally and verbally abusive to, wow. him, to him and everybody else. Um, and then he got fired and he got his job. And so all – anyways, they had this kick-in Christmas party. And, you know, think about all these Hollywood elites. They're like throwing mm. this Christmas party. A lot of them would just be like – and so they – he would come home and he would – he got like the the first official iPod Nano. No, but not – it wasn't – it was the – yeah, I mean it was like all these things he'd come home with. And he, so he got like a DS. And I would get all these – then it was an iPod video. So I would always be like right when they would come out. I'd get this stuff because he would just get them at the Christmas party. Wow. And, and uh, it was awesome. <laughs> and he'd be like, all right, Matt, this is for you. Nice. And, wow. and that's pretty much how I always obtained like new stuff. It was, it was through the Christmas parties. Hollywood party. Christmas parties. The Hollywood Christmas parties. Yeah, you got to be it. Man. Dude, wow. craft services is a is a thing. He would bring me on set and he'd be like, this is where all like the, the people who work on set eat. And I was like, this is this is what they eat and you just this is here every day and he's just like just a yeah. bunch of sweet awesome foods craft services is amazing wow I mean there's stories of like he would take us on set and he had a he had a golf cart which is like and people who have golf carts on, on big the shots. set are big shots and so he had a golf cart did you actually go to like the Warner Brothers lot oh yeah yeah wow outside. so there's I have these photos of one time we were driving around and because he was in a golf cart it was with Jacqueline um, we would drive around and all of a sudden we see this garage, this big like hanger that had it open and we see like these, Batmobile. Sweet, these sweet cars in this hangar. And this guy was like closing up. He's like, you guys want to look inside thinking that we were like some hot shots, like looking around the set. And, uh-huh. and he's like, you guys want to check out these cars? And we're like, yeah, inside was like the Rolls Royce of, of the owner of Warner brothers, the mock mock five. Um, oh, these are just cars that people, just people no, that are there. No, 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 no. So it was the owner, like the Rolls Royce's owner, the owner's Rolls Royce, Mach Five from Speed Racer. The, what? The Tumbler, which is from the Dark Knight. Wow. Which no was, way. Next to it was the motorcycle that comes out of the Tumbler, a bunch of other cars, and he was like, "You want to, you want to get onto the motorcycle?" And I was like, "Yes." Dang. And that was my Facebook the profile. Was actually for there. like. Six years because That's it was the coolest nuts. thing of all time. Uh, yeah, my dad hooked it up at Warner Brothers. It was awesome. That's Man. awesome. That's that's dope. Yeah, freaking dope. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, Did the Batmobile have real missiles like in the movie? No, but it apparently had a real jet engine. <laughs> really? Yeah. It, it didn't. It didn't drive it, but it it was it was real because it needed like actually to shoot flames so they had like a real thing oh, yeah. in the back yeah. to shoot flames man yeah. wow it's crazy that it's like it's something you know they actually built i love that yeah I love well apparently that. there's a whole story behind the the motorcycle that the tumbler you know the wheels the front turns out to is they had like auditions because the motor for the for that motorcycle is inside the wheel because those wheels are so big, they just put hmm. the motor inside the for wheel. For the, the Batman motorcycle? Yeah, in the dark like from the dark. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. The wheels are, are, are weirdly big. And they're so almost they had, like they, spherical. They had, big yeah, they, yeah, they had totally, tryouts totally. of like, they're like, whoever can ride this the best gets to be the stunt double in the movie. Oh, man. And uh, the only one guy, one guy, one guy somehow was able man. to like drive it okay. Damn. And, uh, stunt doubles. Yeah. They are probably the coolest 
dudes. Dude. <laughs> like, ever. Yeah. They're just, like, riding motorcycles, jumping off buildings. Like, they're probably... And, and what's crazy is, in my head, I go, they're just all adrenaline junkies, and they don't know what they're doing. But this day and age... No, that's Tom Cruise. That's Tom... <laughs> no, but this day and age, like, after, like, Corridor Digital, who does all those, like... You've seen a couple of those videos I've shown you of Corridor Digital. They, like, analyze the visual effects of stuff, of movies. They do one where oh, they yeah. go, like, where they bring in stunt people. And they go, hey, let's take a look at, like, action scenes. And you break it down how, like, stunt doubles would do this. And it's it's so much more intricate than what you would think. Yeah, there's, there's so much that goes into these processes that you don't think about. Like, stunt double actions are like a science in this day and age yeah. well like, because then the, yeah and then because also stunt doubles have to do they're like all right this is the shot we need then this is how we're gonna get it we need this kind of rigging we need like me i have to be in a like a, the vest that pulls me back or like there's all they have to like design essentially man. they have to design the scene so, of how it's going to be performed and performed for them in the safest way it's so cool i just like imagine yeah, I can just imagine like somebody who's who's like who want who's it maybe he's gonna he's gonna be a stunt double someday. And he's like he's just a badass. He's just a total badass and he just thinks one day, maybe I could just get paid for being a badass. Maybe I could just keep being a bad ba- badass and people will pay me for it. And that's what stunt doubles are. There's professional friggin' that's cool so dudes. Fucking cool. <laughs> you can see the Mach five in the, in the corner. Damn dude, take that thing to Zion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put your red jeans on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the third profile picture I ever had. Nice. In, uh, on Facebook. Oh man. Yeah. Profile pictures on Facebook. That's a. That's always a, a fun path to go down with friends. Mine was Metal Sonic for like ten years straight. Don't tell me you were one of those people that didn't have a picture of them, but had. It was I mean, there were there else. were pictures of me that, like some video game that they really liked. There were pictures of me on my profile, but okay. from like age eleven and up, it was just Metal Sonic as the age PFP. eleven. I, I guess it makes sense. I bet I was like thirteen. I remember because we like we took a trip to Canada and we met up with one of my cousins who I'd like never met before and she was like do you have a Facebook you know do you have a Facebook buddy and and, and I was like oh you're this cool hip older older cousin that I've met for the first time and you're probably really cute but you know it's but we're cousins but we're cousins but I've only met you once and I don't really like assign you I don't don't like have the assignment in my head that you're like related to me so I, I kind of think you're cute and you're older and you're telling me I need to get a Facebook okay sure yeah. <laughs> you'll be my first friend great <laughs> I had a very similar situation to that actually really my, my cool hot older cousin Erica was <laughs> nice was one of my first Facebook friends That's and awesome. then this one time I went out shooting with my grandpa and um, I my mom took a picture of it and put it on Facebook and then Erica was like, whoa, you're so badass, like, <laughs> sarcastically. And I was like, I am badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we go. That's funny. Have you ever wanted to fuck your cousin, Kevin? <laughs> uh, no, not that, not that I can remember, anyways. <laughs> Up in Minnesota, it's, you know. I know we're here down south, Tennessee, right. but uh, I feel it's not Minnesota, that different because really, you know uh, you're, you're locked in your houses. <laughs> you don't see a lot of people during the winter. 
You know, you're locked in with your house. You know, you got to cuddle for warmth. You know, maybe one thing leads to another, you know? Yeah. No, 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 no. We're the, we're the north. We're the civilized. We're the union, okay, up there. We're the ones who are more advanced and <laughs> we don't, we've, we've gotten rid of the, what's this Okay, word? our, uh, our. Massage? No, not massage. Our, our, the, the, the dish of Nashville is like hot chicken. The dish of Minnesota is casserole. Okay. The what? <laughs> the dish. The dish? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, like. What's, like, what do you say of Nashville? It's like, it's like probably, probably it's like biscuits and gravy. <clears throat> I'd say. People say yeah. it's hot chicken, but if we're going to be real. That's the first thing that came to my mind. But that's, that's, like that's a, what that's I tell a, people. But that's a new thing. That's yeah, a new thing. Biscuits and gravy are eternal. Hmm. Is okay. Yeah. But, but yours is, yours is, is definitely. Like tater tot hot dish, which is just casserole. Yeah, well, casserole, but also that's that's pretty unrefined. Um, I'm just that's all I'm saying. I think, I mean, <laughs> if I talk about Minnesota cuisine, I think we would be bereft to leave out some, you know, popular fish dishes because of all the walleye. You guys have. <laughs> can you now? Can you say that again? But like, you're from really from Minnesota. Okay, well, I think that uh, if we were to talk about, talk about, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. We love to eat the, the walleye. Oh we yeah, you know, getting fishers, out on the lake. Fishermen come from miles and miles. Oh, you ever do that thing where you go down the lake and you fish in the frozen lake? Oh, for sure. Some ice fishing. Oh yeah. Yeah, you bring out, you bring out your. Uh, your ice house, and uh, hopefully, if you got yourself a generator in there, then uh, you can just go ahead and watch the Vikings play while you uh, <laughs> drop a lure in there. Hopefully, catch yourself a big old walleye. Bring it home to the missus. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. That's exactly. <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of fish dishes in Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, in this day and age, really, we're just talking about we—it's all the same, you know. We got Burger King, yeah. That's right. <laughs> we, you know, Olive Garden. We got it. We get just the same Olive stuff. <laughs> Class, right there. Oh well, I took a girl on a date to Olive Garden one time. I've only been to Olive Garden once. Really? Yeah, it was one time we went with uh, Tyler and. And uh, Kevin and Carmen, and it was a lot of fun. We were the so whole fun. time, we were just like joking, like we're just clowning, clowning the whole time. We're trying to hit off with this uh, waitress. Yeah, yeah, she was into it too. If yeah. I remember right, yeah, she it was. seems to be a theme. Yeah, yeah that happens. She definitely dropped that she had a boyfriend, and we all yeah, like, that's right. but we all disregarded it, and and it also seemed like she was like, I ha- I need to tell you that I have a boyfriend, but also. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. She yeah. like she forced it in there in the conversation. I I can't remember exactly like what that was like, but I remember the feeling of like like oh okay yeah yeah get a boyfriend cool. I don't know what you know. Yeah, yeah. Because then at the same time she was like, oh well, but you guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. That just means though, if if she felt the need to uh, to say she had a boyfriend, that probably meant that she it was like a it was like. 
for her own sake. I have a boyfriend, but I'm down if you are, yeah, is what she was really like, saying. She's like trying to convince herself, honestly, because yeah. she's having oh. such a good time. We, we were great. We were great. We tipped <laughs> her so well. Yeah. I bet you did. She had to put it out there, you know, because she, she was about She was also to, weird because Carmen melting. was there. Carmen was just like, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Carmen always just rolls with it. We're like, <laughs> the rowdy boys. That's great, though. That's what yeah. you want. Yeah. 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 I love my wife. <laughs> wow. Well, you're saying that so that I can say it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, re- that's exactly right. Uh, well, well, no, no, not no, not well. Okay, we're we got. It sounded like a, like a like an ending. Yeah, yeah, it did seem well. like that. Uh, how much? Uh, what? What are we at? We're at forty minutes. Okay. Oh wow, God, that's not very long. <laughs> no, it's not... it's strange how like how slow it goes when there's no one talking over you. <laughs> because uh... <laughs> okay. I talk over everyone. <laughs> There's be so many times where I'll like try to interject something, and then then one of you guys will keep talking. I'll be like, okay, that, I was just interrupting. Okay, let me. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we all do stuff. it. Yeah, human stuff. Yeah. But I just wanted to poke Luke one more time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about like Jujutsu Kaisen or something like that. Yeah, let's talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> hey, Kevin, have you seen all these anime that you're not remotely interested in? <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you to watch them. I haven't seen them. And then force you to watch some of them? Nope, haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. You should watch them, man. They're pretty good. Hey, we should talk about uh, tattoos Uh, because we're about to get some tattoos. Yeah. And I need to, I need to, because I'm trying to figure out what I'm, what I'm going to get. Because I want it to be as, uh, not to sound like a total nerd, but I definitely want it to be like some sort of like fan, fan boyish oh, yeah. thing. I That's think it, cool. I think it needs to be something. I don't, I, I mean, it could be anything, anything from like Star Wars. Uh, ideas. Okay. Right here's, now? here's What's the like idea, you, but you it's a, bo- I do, but it's a bold move for my third tattoo. It's a, it's, I want, uh, Andrew will the, the flame of the West, the sword that was reforged from the, the shards of Narsil that Aragorn wields. Wow. I want that to go right here on my chest. Dude, I, yeah, man. It'd be pretty but fire. a chest tattoo is a bold move for a it's, third it's, tattoo. I think that's a pretty safe move for a first tattoo. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. Anything, well, because I also... what Here's the other thing is I was also going to get some my, the Narragate sword that I have. I was like, that'd be so dope if I had that on my yeah. chest. But I was like, I love Lord of the Rings. It could be, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be way better if it was the if it was Andrew Will, the, 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 the Flame of the West yeah. on my chest. I was like, that'd be dope. Sword of Gondor. Yeah, and then <laughs> Elrond. Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> what a great moment! Oh man, Ugh. it's been a minute since I've watched Lord of the Rings. Even though it's like a go-to comfort movie, mm-hmm. it's been it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, every couple of years I feel like you, you gotta. I mean, the last time it. we saw it was during COVID. It was the Christmas mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the. Christmas of COVID. That's the last time for me too. We and watched, we watched the Extendeds. Oh, they were great. We wa- it were took awesome. like eight sittings because we, or sorry, six sittings because we broke each movie into, yeah, in in half because they're each of them like four hours in yeah. the extended edition, mm-hmm. and it was great. And I had always grown up having the extended editions, so there, Kevin had there's so many scenes where he was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's very I enjoyable. Mean, probably the most cool. enjoyable part rewatching it were all the scenes that we get. Of Boromir, 
Yeah. Because Boromir is, in the, is painted. the theatrical cut, there's not much Boromir he just, in what he there is. He just looks yeah. like an asshole. Like yeah. Yeah. He you, don't just, get, you don't get to, to see him as the, the beloved captain. Like his his troops, his br- his brothers, they like love him. You know, but the, all I mean, you get it, to see is him being, and yeah, even so. his brother, because you get like this this thing with 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 um, what's his brother's name, Faramir. Faramir, you get this stuff with Faramir that you kind of Moramir that, that he resents him, but he doesn't really resent his brother. He resents the fact that his dad loves his brother more. Yeah, yeah. But you his don't dad, but the, like treats him like. Like but you think, but in garbage, in the movie though, yeah. you just think that Faramir resents Boromir because he's like, I'm sorry, I'm not him. But he really does. He loved his brother, and yeah. his brother was this amazing person that the people loved, and he, they were his hero. And and he, yeah, he all he wanted was to save the men of Middle mm-hmm. Earth. He wanted to be able to use yeah. the ring for Gondor I mean, to defeat Mordor, and it wasn't anything that was selfish. And then you, then see, because in the theatrical like. Then it makes sense. He was like in a point of weakness, only because, not because Boromir was bad, but because the ring was so powerful. Yeah, that that yeah. It, it it caused him to to waver and, and be ill. Yeah, totally, totally. He was just a he was a he was a man, you know. And uh, there, you know, there was a reason Boromir was summoned to that council. A hundred percent. He was like he was the he was like the one of the best at the best yeah. he was like he, you know he's the he was the guy he was yeah. like he's like we need to figure out what to do with the ring of power this is the most important yeah. thing we've ever done hey let's invite boromir he seems like what was the meme that came here. out of it that was one does not just one does not simply walk yeah. into more yeah one does not simply dude i've seen so much stuff online i don't know why it's like emerged in this past like two months of ever of people doing john snow versus aragorn like who would win? And it's you could literally take <laughs> like every like like thirty of the best swordsmen from the Game of Thrones universe, and you could put them all together, and Aragorn would kill them all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, come on, man. Well, it's 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 not just like in the books; he is canonically just stronger, yeah, faster. Like he is a super. I'm human. better. I'm better. I am better. I am better. I mean, man. he's the Homelander. Yeah, like. He is, is 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 just so much Aragorn, better, man. And, and there's there's not even a contest of of, of anything yeah, like that. Hundred percent. I mean, he comes from like the best family of humans that's ever existed, right? I mean, he's also so, not even like fully human. I mean, like in yeah. the movie when he's we like see him, hundred years old or something. He's like, yeah, he's already hundred, and he's like, so yeah, good, I'm practically in my, I'm like in my thirties right now. I mean, he lived to be like, I mean, pretty old when he died, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just died of old age. And it was, it was still like 500 years Do you think old. that, that uh, Arwen... This is something I've always wondered about. There's a part in the movie where where Arwen's like, I choose a mortal life. Is that, is that literal? Years can, old. can elves do that? Can she be like, I'm just going to be mortal? Like I'm going to die in like 100 years? Or is, she, or is that like a metaphor? So, I don't know. I'm pretty sure... I don't know anything about the lore. <laughs> okay, hold on. Or yeah, I don't know. I thought, cause is she gonna just is she gonna just die of old age the same around the same time as Aragorn, or is she just like that was no, just like she, a dramatic thing she said? I mean, so what what uh, what what Elrond, cause he could see into the future. What he said was true, is that she was gonna die of old age like many years after, and after Aragorn died, he 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to forget if she went to, I think she went to the Undying Lands after, but it was like, it, I after think she, he died. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. That's what I would um, do if I was her. Check out, you know. Yeah, do what she's normally, but uh, yeah, essentially did she, I think she meant like she choosing a mortal life, because the whole thing with the necklace is like, they were like trying to symbolize the necklace is what the, gave the elves power, and she gave the necklace to him. And that's not really what how being an elf works. It's just like you're an elf, you don't die from sickness or old age. Like that's just how that's just how elves are. Um, because they originally came from the land that the undying lands are is where the elves originally came from. Like that's their homeland. <clears throat> then they come over to Earth to help solve yeah. uh, the war, which you kind of get a little glimpse of, of like explained in in Rings of Power. Yeah. Um, and and then they all they do is they just go back to their home where like no there's no fighting and it's just a utopia which is essentially just a trope for heaven. Yeah, um, totally. The and, uh, uh, rings of power, <clears throat> they talk about a little bit. They go in a little more detail about that, which I don't really understand. Um, but uh, that's apparently like why they made the rings in the first place was because they were like dying. They were like they in the they they left their homeland or whatever. And now, for some reason, it's something to do with a tree. Honestly, yeah, I want to rewatch this, it, but I was there's like, this, "So there's this tree of light, and it it's like there's a lot of power that comes from it." Then there's Shelob's mother is a, another spider that tries to like take the lot. Is it's crazy, man? Yeah, Silmarillion's a really, really complicated, and yeah. hard to read. But I read it. I've read it once through audiobook, and then the whole time I just would be like, chapter one. I'd look up on YouTube like chapter one synopsis and explanation, and then I just would listen to like an out like a thirty minute long thing of being like this is basically what happened. Yeah, and it was a lot easier, but it's really really complicated. Yeah, I I I, I mean, but it's also amazing that this is like something that somebody created. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is that is bizarre. I mean, that Tolkien was he was like, man, I should I don't know what came first, the Silmarillion or other stuff, but like. The fact that there's a whole, there's a gig, just a gigantic book full of mostly kind of like details about this world that he built. It's not even like this story, you know, that he made. It's like he, I, that, that wow, that takes a a level of creativity to be like, I'm gonna make a backdrop for the story, and it's gonna be insane. Yeah, and very. So very two complex. two things about like the the movies of the Lord of the Rings. First one is we're watching Andor. Uh, we had to catch up on a couple episodes, BJ. And in this most recent one, Andy Serkis shows up, which was yeah. really cool. Um, and the second thing, I learned about Christopher Lee, who plays Saruman. Apparently, Christopher Lee is the only person that's ever met Tolkien uh, that was in the cast, like, that, that was a part of the movies. Hmm. Uh, he was the only person... <laughs> Did he meet him in person. the war? Ever. What? Did he meet him in the war? I, it, yeah, it might have been. Because uh, he was in apparently like pretty much at, um, his cu- his like brother in law is the person that created James Bond, and he wrote James Bond based off of Christopher Lee because Christopher Lee was in the Secret Service, British secret like like and it's James Bond badass and so Whoa. and so yeah the, his like brother is I think it's his brother in law bi- wrote somebody that's related to him wrote like the concept of James Bond and they based essentially based it off of him being this like secret agent Dang. and like during the movies there's that part where Saruman gets stabbed by uh sta- stabbed stabbed stabbed, stabbed <laughs> by uh Wormtongue 
And and so Peter Jackson's trying to like direct him of like, oh, when you get stabbed, you need to go like, oh. And Christopher Lee goes like, that's you- not what people do when they get stabbed. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like yeah. yeah. Have you have you ever, have you ever seen have you ever heard somebody get stabbed in the back before? And Peter Jackson's like, no. And he goes, that's not what happens. This is actually what happened. <laughs> yeah. And I've so done that's it. that's why he's like, when they, when you get stabbed, you like you lose your breath. The air like escapes from your lungs. And Peter Jackson's like, okay, oh. whatever you say. Man. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want, man. Do whatever you want. I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. go over here to my safe yeah. chair. Chris Lee apparently was a fucking <laughs> badass during the war. Yeah, dude. He's- yeah, fucking legend. Yeah, Man. I'm gonna be uh, really sad when uh, Gandalf dies. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably take work off, man. It's in uh, like the actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he alive still? Yeah, I guess maybe I thought he was dead. I don't know. No, but that no, guy's got, dead. Guy, guy who plays Gant, uh, Dumbledore is dead. Yeah, both and, of them. And that guy we were just talking about. Yeah, Chris he's, Lee's dead. He's too. dead too. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Ian McKellen, Ian McKellen's still kicking. Yeah, he's gay. Is he? That's mostly what he's known for. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> that explains so much of that scene when when Frodo wakes up in Rivendell. <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> That's a really weird. <laughs> That's a really weird scene. How it's really bright and they're all laughing at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And then all the other little hobbits, they like jump on Frodo. And then Gandalf, he, he is dick. sitting there kind of just watching and goes, yeah. <laughs> 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 he really, like he's enjoying it. Like yeah. just a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> Perv. Pervy old wizard. <sighs> Dude, BJ, what uh, tattoo are you thinking of getting? Uh, I want to get a spider. Let me... Uh, Pull up a picture. Can you explain why? <clears throat> well, I, I had this idea when I was like a teenager. And uh, well, I finally you, found you a... you still have the idea, that's like a good yeah, sign you should do I it. I want to get it kind of like this. Oh, whoa. But um, it, for the viewers, it's a mostly black spider with a pink outline, but I want it to be a green outline. And then that little bubble on its back there, I'd prefer it to be like the, uh, the Black Widow hourglass and make mm-hmm. that green too. Um... And the reason that I want it to be green is because of the uh, the muscular dystrophy ribbon is green. Hmm. And uh, I've always liked the idea of spiders because it's like you fuck up a spider's house as many times as you want. They're always going to rebuild a new Ooh, web. Ooh, that's deep. So, uh, yeah, that's that's where the idea came from for me. Okay. I like it. I like that that kind of outline. It was more, it was like more than just an outline. It yeah, it's, it, it's it almost is. like a, a shadow, but yeah. a neon, neon type yes. of thing. Yeah, I like that. Kevin, which, what do you, you're pretty, you know what you're going to get. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty simple. I just want to get a, an asteroid. <laughs> Asteroids? Because <laughs> I got a dinosaur tattoo, and I want to put an asteroid in, in the vicinity uh-huh. of the dino. So, you know, because, because of how that, you remember when the, asp, you know, that. I remember. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what the mainstream media tells us. Yeah, yeah, come on, that's true, that's true. Were there ever dinos? Are you got to get have get some pyramid tattoos. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I should. And then man. just have a question mark. <laughs> 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 <Huh>? <laughs> what do you think? Get a sleeve of like just different conspiracy like, theories. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. What about you, Matt? Have you had any? Well, that's what I said. It was the sword. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. I, 
Carmen doesn't want me to do the sword. You don't? No. I want you to do orange tattoos. I think the is a cool she idea. She wants a sleeve, but I don't know. Again, I was like, I was telling BJ. He well, it's tr- I think that's wise because your arms are the most visible places for tattoos. Also, so, I just don't you know. because if I want something that has to do with like nerdy something, which is kind of what I want, mm-hmm. then you just I don't want to put it on the same arm that my yeah. that tribute to my dad is that and, says "Be uh, kind, be kind," and then, and then Naruto, Naruto, <laughs> Naruto Uzumaki's there <laughs> doing his Naruto and Sasuke <laughs> kissing each other passionately. Well, I just don't. It won't fit. I think I think it's a great idea. I wanted. I, think, to, I thought a sword because well, Tyler has a sweet rose on his chest and it looks really good. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. And I like that. Here's the other thing: is it sucks because I've wanted to get a rose tattoo because my sister's middle name is Rose, mm. and I was like, well, I can't put a rose maybe anywhere in my body because yeah, now Tyler right. will be like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. stop. And also, I mean, as long yeah. as you differentiate it enough from Tyler's Rose, it's not like a carbon copy of. I want you take a picture into the tattoo artist of te- Tyler's chest, and you're like, I want this. <laughs> like, then it's okay. That's right. I think it's okay to get Rose. Yeah, well, my mom was like, when she after she saw the slingshot, she's like, Are you gonna ever get me a tattoo for me or your sister? <laughs> and she was like, What about your wife? I was like, well, none of you have died yet, so once you die, you get a tattoo. <laughs> well, we're getting one, but it's, not this tour. Yeah, I want it to be a just a me and you thing. Yeah. I, I think yeah, it's nice. Yeah. What are you going to get, Carmen? I'm going to get our work for months, flowers, together. Don't you already have a flower tattoo? But she's a girl. She can get you as just, many of those. You're just gonna be, she can just be loaded up with flowers and no one will question it. She just She wants flowers that I can't. Flower. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it would be cool to get like a Japanese traditional sleeve of a bunch of different flowers, mm. but that would take a lot of time and money. Man, the other, the other, cool. the other yeah, uh, I've, I've kind of tattoo flowers, style that I would really like, but I don't have, I don't have any um, skin in the game. I guess is I really like New Zealand Maori tattoos. Mm. Oh. But I don't. I'm not Maori in any way, and I. I mean, I'm sure there would be some people who'd be like, "If you want that, like that's fine. It's appreciation of our culture." But then there's some people who'd be like, "That's appropriation." Yeah, it's appropriation. Like I've heard both. I've literally heard both sides of people, like Maori people, being like, "If you want to do that, that's awesome. It's like it brings, you know, like, like you know, it, just because that doesn't mean you're not like you're excluded from this." And then there's other people who's like, "Only this is only for Maori people." I've, I've noticed that. A lot of that comes from outside, though. Yeah, it's white. It is true, because, yeah, a lot of Maori people is like, if you want to, like, if you do it the right traditional Maori way, yeah. like, then, then you're, They're like... They're happy about it. Yeah. They're celebrating their culture. Uh, yeah, because I, I think New Zealand and, like, that Maori, like, like Islander is just, like... I think that, that the group of people is just really amazing. I um, mean, it, it's not... I, 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 I would, like, like, some nights I'll just watch, like, Hakka videos. And I'll be like, fuck, I wish I... Like, there's, you know, be a funeral and they're doing, like, a haka for it. I'll be like, I want this at my funeral. I mean, it's not like you're doing it as, like, a joke or something. Oh, you're, yeah. It's literally respecting someone else's it's culture so, and connecting so with it. It's like if I had a... That's the only face tattoo I'd want. Like those dope ones that just go right over the mouth. Oh, it'd be so cool. But... Hell yeah. Yeah. 
The other one that I've kind of thought that would be cool, but again, it's it's I think it's taking it a little bit too extreme or like a, a slight neck tattoo that just comes up a little just bit. Just pokes out of the yeah, shirt. Yeah. Just pokes out a little bit that I think those that would be really dope. I mean totally. if you if you get the sword just from what you're wearing right now, you could have the tip end right well, I was before thinking your it neck. Would go, it would, yeah, I mean it would probably go right here. Like the hilt and then mm-hmm. it's pointing down. But you could I mean I could extend it with like some like I don't know like Elvish, like Elvin, Elvish, riding like shit. riding that goes up, and then just poke. Oh, don't get me going. That's pretty cool. I like that. Oh, oh, okay. Now she likes that. Because Kevin's on board. <laughs> <laughs> Brother yeah. Kevin approves. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a great idea. I mean, because I also feel like most people, like who have sword tattoos, usually have them like on their arm somewhere you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean i'm not getting like a lion or a wolf or an eagle on my chest so i think i'm okay Mm -hmm. you're not you're not going the white trash route yeah (laughs) but uh yeah tattoos are cool i mean it's been a while since i had my last last one i mean last one we got was before kevin left for nlm it was last fourth of july we literally came back for wasn't the fourth of july party um, I don't remember. I honestly do not remember. I remember, I remember after we got the tattoos we had in Columbia, we had to go to Home Depot to pick up stuff for a party that we, yeah. we were having at our house that same day. Makes sense. Makes sense. It must have. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't oh, remember no. it at all. I don't know. But that was the last time I had We it. do like to party. So it yeah. could have been anything. Could have been any time of the year. There could We probably were doing a party. I do remember wearing shorts. And then mm-hmm. I tried having them wrap it. And he just got like saran wrap and put it around my thing. And I was like, kept, I had to go to Home Depot to pick up like firewood or something. And I kept on having to like adjust it. And I was like, this, I look so stupid with this. Like at the, at the time it was saran wrap, <laughs> but it wasn't like, like tightly wrapped. It was just like falling off. And I was like, this is pointless. That sucks. So I finally took it off. Yeah. But I mean, some tattoo, tattoo artists from what I've heard are like, they're like, you got to cover it up. And then some of them are like, it's fine, it's whatever. Yeah, that guy was super chill. Yeah. That guy, and this one actually, that that one healed really well. And I don't, I don't remember going crazy with the with the with the, the regiments and stuff. So I mean, I still use that. Uh, we had that that sweet hemp uh, like CBD, mm. the CBD oil, which I used mostly because it had CBD. Yeah, and I was like, totally, this can't be bad. And it and it was better, hundred percent for sure. It was better. Than the, the, the normal stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Because the normal stuff, we just use like Vaseline or something mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll have to get some hemp, hemp oil. Wins again. When we go then. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like hemp tattoo lotion, and it was amazing. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I it remember like times when I would like, I, I had like like back pain, and I was like, yeah, throw it on. And it was like, it worked. It was yeah. a pleasant experience to to lather that onto my body. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, get all oil oiled up. <laughs> yeah (laughs) it was nice oh well um we can probably touch base on chainsaw man yeah uh this week was a good episode episode five they started the hotel uh we got the gun devil backstory Uh uh-huh dingy touched titties twice that's right oh yeah 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 they i we we talked about this a little bit during but they made that that scene with Makima so intimate and like yep. like like she I mean it just shows how manipulative she is that she immediately was like trying to make the, make an emotional connection being like 
like make it so sensual and Denji was just like <laughs> it was crazy yeah they're they're doing a really good job of hinting at that without fully showing it because uh-huh. like Carmen was able to pick up on it but your average anime watcher watching five minutes of it I was like you're so you're so good I know I'm a that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it was really good. It was, it was very good. Yeah, we probably. I mean, I'd be down to watch Witch from Mercury um, yeah, tonight. Absolutely. Um, well, Carmen wants to play Yakuza. I could spoil it for you right now, Carmen. No. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Well, I'm uh, on the second one now. Which is really the first one. Yes. I'm not... I'm kidding. Don't act so dejected. <laughs> well, I think... I think we've... Uh, I think we're spent. I think this is a good time to end it. Yeah. Um, I'm usually so used to, like, rushing through the things that I had to talk about that I got done with them really quickly. I know. It was literally, like, 13 minutes in. I, I checked, and I was like, oh, my gosh. So, uh, but we, we've been doing it for about hour and five minutes. Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad it's at all. Good. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. We'll see who deletes this one on accident. Hey. <laughs> yeah, not me. Not, not me this time. I'm done with that. So, uh, every, everybody, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, you check us out on Instagram and TikTok. Um, you already know our handles. We also... Um, I made some stickers. I need to show you. I yes, ordered them. We, I, we're having like 50 coming in. And I did two different styles. One's a holographic one, Ooh. and the other one's a bl- is a black one. Hell yeah! Um, and they're super sick. So I'm really excited about that. Um, once I get this stuff with PC figured out, we'll have TikToks up and ready. I mean, we have like three episodes worth of TikToks that I already have ideas for. So. Yeah, we've we've had a good run of episodes uh-huh. the last couple of weeks. That's right. So anyway, check us out on there. Check us out on our socials. Our blah blah blah. Check it out. Check it out. Um, and always take it sleazy. <laughs>